0: This week on the Push For Lace podcast, we discuss why health and fitness should be a priority. Where do we rank it, and what excuses do we hear about not prioritizing it? Three, two, one. Where do your priorities lie, Dan? Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damiq. And me, Tom
1: Hall. What's going down, man? Not a lot, mate. My priorities lie in making sure that I eat lots and lots of chocolate custard donuts.
0: <laughs> As we speak, uh, I have eaten Thomas. three of those already. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need to cut down on eating those, Tom. And I'm tracking calories and I will be within wow. my... Uh, I'm tracking. Doesn't, doesn't really mean bullshit if i'm not within a uh, some sort of this is how this is how bad of a bulking
1: expert i am is that i have not tracked now for three weeks and i've got visibly leaner
0: oh i'm absolutely useless
1: now you think like not tracking you've got the you've got you can have whatever you want you can eat whatever you want right and in that time i've had pizza hut twice i've had uh, been out for chinese food with the team box gang all this sort of stuff i've eaten out and nothing I'm just pathetic, <laughs> Literally, pathetic. Literally. I'm at the point now where I'm at the point now where my just like as when you diet you know your leptin and ghrelin goes all over the place like you can eat a meal, a huge meal and still be hungry afterwards when you're dieting because it's quite a chronic effect it has on the down regulation of all these hormones it's almost like when you bulked so the last sort of 12 to 16 weeks have gone quite well and I've got a bit bigger um, and I've just chowed down on so much food like 3,700 calories on a training day but I'm now at the point where my leptin and ghrelin have skewed the other way. In that now every time I sit down to eat, I'm just not hungry. I eat like half of the meal and I'm just like so full. Um, and I have this constant state of just don't want to eat. It's really weird. I've never felt it before. And it's, it's the reason that I know I've done quite well on this bowl because I know I've committed to it and I've definitely gained. But I'm at the point now where I've tried to have like a mini – like a mini-cut or whatever, and because there's no immediate goal or reason to do it, it's very, very difficult to stick to. So I've just kind of thought, right, I'll just not track for a couple of weeks and hope that it naturally kind of settles down a bit. But it's really weird, but I I sound like a massive, massive pussy when I say it, but
0: it's hard. Basically, Dan's allowed to eat what he likes right now, and he's not eating enough, which I've never had a problem with at all. Like, yeah, it's
1: it's, it's just... weird though. It is odd, like it is a bit of a weird thing because I'm not someone that tends to moan about that kind of thing. But, um, it it does get a bit. And even like, when I was dieting, I was like, literally, I'm never going to moan about eating a whole big bowl of white rice ever again because that's all you want. But now, it's just like, uh, um, yeah, it's just interesting. <laughs> like, I think I do think though, to be fair, this week coming up, I'm going to have to start committing to things again because it's been a bit, of, it's been a few weeks now. I need to just get a bit more serious because um, I've got that much time. But part of me thinks maybe I should just enjoy the cricket season then maybe at the end of the cricket season that's when I can commit to it again
0: Mate, that's where you can get some beers in you that's absolutely fine so if that ever happens because I was thinking if by, by the time cricket's finished in September that
1: still gives me 12 weeks till December, January to do it again uh, and then maybe just kind of see, see how the next few months go but it's um, yeah it's been interesting It's been
0: interesting. Wonderful then, good. I have no problem eating at all. I'm actually restricting myself slightly whilst I do this little process um, for about eight weeks. It's probably a good job, mate. It's probably a good job, but yeah, my weight's staying static, which is all wonderful. Cool. All right, um, we're gonna talk about priorities today. Um, As I alluded to in the uh, little intro. Yeah, basically, I think Dan posed the question, well, you, you saw it on Facebook, right? Yeah.
1: Brizzle, Brizzle Hadley Brizzle. posted it, and, we um, and um, I, I, I wasn't trolling anyone. I just, I just kind of said because I think I think Brett is expect Brett isn't expecting his <laughs> wife expecting a child, yes. um, and I think that's why it was it was brought up. I, I don't know. Um, anyway, he just sort of posed the question of like, why do people who are overweight not have any kind of care in the world about it, um, like. How do you motivate those people to change? Like, what is it that's going to ever change them? Um, I think along those lines, and it just, and it's something that I do think is very, very interesting. It's something that I think we both have um, exposure to. What we're working with clients in the city and, and different motivations from different people, and like what their motivation to change was when they joined, or what it is now, or how it changes as you evolve, um, whether it they have any motivation, um, you know, all that sort of stuff. But when these things become priorities, and it's just interesting. And the reason I wanted to talk about it today is because often a massive thing that comes up is wait till you have kids oh fucking bore off me like it, it's just one of the shittest excuses out there and i didn't want to get personal on on the post because i think it was on brett's personal profile and his friends were on there whatever but um and i can't be asked with facebook debates anyway because everyone thinks they're right but um it was more along the lines of i just think it's important to talk about um about it because obviously most of our hopefully a lot of our listeners have are in the industry and they train clients and all that sort of stuff and I think it's important to sometimes realize that it's okay if your clients aren't super motivated and you can still get great results with them um so yeah that was kind of what I wanted to go with Tom so you go first mate <laughs> so, so firstly thought... mate what's what's no, firstly what are your priorities what's your whole view of it all uh why do you lift like why do you do it but then secondly then talk about I guess your clients and what your experiences are with them
0: yeah exactly so I thought we take the view of how where we kind of prioritize I guess I guess the big the big things in life are like general health like lifting wise eating food family relationships friends etc mine's right up with all of those as far as I'm concerned my health and my lifting because it's as far as I'm concerned as a passion and it's one of the things that keeps me most sane, I would say, and gives me an interest in doing something. Also, see, it's my job, but we ha- I think both me and you, uh, are the- <laughs> fortunately, I fell in love with lifting quite early, I guess, in really in our lives. So therefore, we do it a lot, and we're always going to be passionate about it, and we look forward to a training session, um, anything like that. Where with regards to the health thing, we have the slight, I don't know, obviously, if the chap who was uh, saying, oh, you've got kids, wait till that, let's go. But you haven't let that go. Um, I realise that you've got the added benefit of knowledge. i lose that loosely. Um, but, yeah, you can kind of decipher what you should be doing and what your kids should be doing, all of that. But I still think I can't see myself letting that go um I'm convinced when I have kids they'll i'll be like, yeah, they'll teach them the squat they're going to be mechanically amazing they're going to be awesome at sports I'm going to push them through that and then instead this have a little bit more of a benefit so I can't see mm. how i can't I can't see how this can't be a good thing um yeah. to be educated in your health and wellness basically enough to keep it going whilst you've got kids and have it as one of the highest priority on your list. So, uh, money coming in, obviously keeping alive, a place to live, but you being alive is the, the, probably the most vital factor of that. And you being able to pass that on to your children mm-hmm. would be one of the biggest ones, which apart, apart from any freak accidents or anything that might happen, um, touch wood, I'd think we're both sitting in a very healthy state and we're not mm-hmm. at risk of a lot of things.
1: Um, yeah, I mean one of the one of the counter arguments that that he gave was, um, I mean, what a way to live your life? But um, he <laughs> said, "Oh, I could get hit by a bus tomorrow morning, you know, on my way to work." And it's like, if you live your life with that mindset the whole time, you will never get anything done. Like, why yeah. why set up your own business? Like, why bother? Why bother working? Why not just go on the dole? Like, if that's your reason for not doing something, that in my opinion is absolutely pathetic. But the second thing was, even if that is the case, my argument was you still eat three times a day like regardless of that so just eat a bit he- eat healthier eat less calories right um and then it was oh i don't want to waste my time with my kids by being at the gym when i could be doing that and i'm like you can train in the evening when they're asleep right oh and he was and then he was like oh different kids sleep at different times blah, blah, blah. and i'm just like mate don't even get me started you're just being a knob
0: but like it's, 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 it's even it's, you that can, though like even you don't have to <laughs> i was like you don't have to go to the gym that's I don't exactly that's, that, this, that's... that was my
1: point that's my point exactly <laughs> i was like you don't need a squat rack and fancy olympic plates mate. you need two sets of adjustable dumbbells in your house and you need to be able to just move in even, the in the even, house even or that. go out and walk or go yeah, out and just... run or do something and the problem with a lot of people at the state they're in with their body fat percentage and their obesity and all that sort of stuff is that for the majority of people who use that as an excuse they don't even need a gym they just need to literally do do squats in the front room, do like single leg squats. They can, I could design a gym program for someone work out from home for 16 weeks and guarantee them that they'll lose weight, hundred percent guaranteed. And it won't necessarily because of the program they're doing because of their diet, but it, it really annoys me because, um, people use it as excuse. And I know loads of people with, with kids who stay fit and healthy. And, and it's, and I, I remember once I, um, I wrote a comment to someone who said something similar. And I said, imagine when your kids are old enough, right? Old. Let's say they get to 18, 21, they're old enough. And they find out that they are the reason that you're obese and on your deathbed when they're 18 or 21. That You say it's because you didn't have time when you had kids. How do you think that's going to make them feel? Legitimately, like, for me, it's, it's just like a no-brainer. You need to be fit and healthy. I want to be fit and healthy enough so that when Isabel is 18 or 20, that I can go to the gym with her. Like I want to be able to, I want to be able to run around and play sport with her when she's younger. I don't want to be that person that's sat there on the sidelines, not fit enough. Like I want to be a role model, someone to look up to, someone who's strong. And I know Laura feels the same. In that, as her mother, I think she's the one that would be her primary role model. She, if she's fit and strong and healthy and confident, then surely she's going to raise a daughter that way as well. And I just think that. Your body composition and your body confidence exudes from you to your child. If you, if your child sees you not giving a shit about what you do, not going to the gym, not eating healthily, what are they going to grow up to be and to do? I guarantee now they'll be the same way. Um, and it's why obesity runs in families. It's nothing to do with genetics. It's because it's that's the environment they've brought up in.
0: So you know, um, also laying it back to priorities again. So basically – even though you've got kids or whatever but i'm sure i'm sure their priorities is the fact is you'll watch tv or spend more time yeah. doing oh, that no. kind of stuff
1: far longer everyone's, than you and, and everyone's probably got their their time right everyone in yeah. their court even even people with kids have got like me and laura do it we have like our time and it's the time we do our shit and mine is yeah going to the gym and playing cricket like they're my things i don't go out with the lads I don't go out all the time. It's that, you know, during the summer it's cricket and during the winter and still a bit in the summer it's, it's gym. And then we, we set aside time to do our own things um, together with, with, with Isabel. But it's – if that's your time you have to yourself, like I'm, I'm betting that they still go out and, like you say, play footy with the lads, which is great. That's physical activity. So that's kind of my point is that all it takes you is to eat a bit healthier and you're probably going to lose some weight. Um, and it's just the whole thing of like – even the whole argument about being hit by a bus – I'm gonna throw it out there and say that if I'm fitter and healthier and stronger, the chances of me surviving that if it's a if it's a, if it's a low speed collision are probably higher than someone who isn't very fit and healthy. Like it's those little it's things padding. that just really padding. Annoy me. You
0: haven't got as much padding, Dan.
1: Well no. Yeah, but arguably you might you might you know you might survive a bit longer in hospital. <laughs> but, the fight mode, I don't know, but it yeah. just it just frustrates me a little bit because I mean I've heard it all before with clients, right? And you you're the same. Like we both heard these things these excuses from clients or the reasons they can't do things or um the you know the things that are blocking their 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 success or they, they're saying that oh the are the one as well is oh when i was your age yeah i used to i used to look i used to be bigger than you yeah i was big and i was strong and you know but then you know metabolism slowed down and you know i had kids and i'm like mate <laughs> no. you're my motivation when i'm 40 to never look like you believe me um and and i remember like training clients in the gym it was you know, they, they'd come in forty odd, and they were just like, "Oh, I just wish, I just wish, wish I'd carried on. I wouldn't be here right now. I, you know, I wouldn't need to be putting all the hard work in now." Um, and I, I'm just like, "Yeah, you're right, mate. Like, you know, you're trying to claw it back now when you're forty, forty-five, and we can do it. But yeah. it would have been a lot easier if you'd have just carried on. Um, you know, when you were younger and apparently an, an Olympic rower." Um, <laughs> but
0: then there's there's some. I've I've got a couple of clients who um, have, have said to me even though they're 40-plus now, and they're like, well, now I'm actually in the best, kind of regrettably, they're in the best shape of their life now. And they're like, right. why the fuck was I not like this before? And yeah. Yeah, they've, I think the two clients that I'm picking out of my head, both got kids. Um, I know one of them, Dan knows one of my clients, Roz, who literally trains twice a week with me, and then about three, four times a week by herself, but they're just like runs or quick, like 30-minute runs in the gym, go, then go home, see the kids, that kind of thing. She still works, all that kind of stuff. So, but it's a priority for her that she still wants to keep active. And now, look at her children. They're all doing sport and extracurricular stuff because mum does it as well, Which because she's like, yeah, I go to the gym, dad goes to the gym, got a PT. It's like, obviously, you've got that luxury of being able to have a trainer and do everything, but still, if you see, the chances <laughs> are that they're going to follow suit I mean, especially, mm. I, I can say that I I have parents, amazingly, um, and they were both very physically active. Mum rides a load of horses, goes swimming three times a week. Dad still goes to the gym. He's 69. He's got his little program. Mm. He used to do that. But yeah, we, we both were in, fall in the category of we both played sport pretty much every single day of our lives when we were younger. So... Mm. I would like to say that everybody would be in that category, but it doesn't. It doesn't happen probably because of the parenting. But I'm not a parent, so I can't really have a judgment. But it seems. To happen. I mean,
1: I just think it's just it's just like even even now, like it's only 19 months, but you can tell that she's picked stuff up from us. Like it's I, more than ever. I'm just convinced it's it's your yes, genetics plays a huge role, but actually, how you're brought up yeah. um, dictates a lot. Um, of the behaviors that are learned. I I just think that that kind of stuff is learned. And, and I, and look, I'm not, I am not in any way preaching and telling people how to (laughs) telling people how to live their life or how to bring up their kids or whatever. All I'm saying is that I think that using your kids is a really poor excuse for not exercising. Um, if you don't want to exercise, just say, I don't want to exercise, but don't, don't use that as an excuse um because it's not one it really isn't it is just a really poor excuse and look if you're working all the hours god sends and you want to spend time with your kids that's that again again i understand it and i get it but my point will always come back to you can still focus on your diet and you can still keep that in check you may not be phil heath you may not have big muscles you may not go to the gym but you can keep your ticker in good work and order and you can stay relatively lean um just through your diet alone and you can make sure you don't have you know 45 inch jeans you can get 32 inch jeans you know that kind of thing i think is really important to i think sometimes kids take the piss out of their dad's beer bellies and it's like <laughs> at what point do you not go oh actually maybe i should do something about this and i don't know i just feel that i think it's just a cop out um because you can lose weight and you can you can be healthy without going to the gym and smashing weights yeah um and it doesn't take up much time at all um you just got to eat a bit less um and and being active with your kids is is probably going to be enough exercise anyway um that's all i that's all the i wanted to talk about i just think it's a bit of
0: a i think it's a, the, bit, of, it's, a bit of a cop out it's just a misconception as um, you have because you i guess you see our instagram videos or whatever and you have to be smashing um i don't know yeah dumbbells and barbells mm. and throwing that all over the place but the but the fact is dan had instagram videos of him just playing in the park the other day Or was it Yeah, at some point and then I was playing golf yesterday that's activity it's like 17,000 steps that'd be fine
1: yeah it's just I remember I remember one of my clients vividly she she came to the gym and her motivation was that she was like I like drinking Um, and I have a really busy social life a really busy work life
0: I need to do this to drink more (laughs)
1: yeah she was like i need to do this so that i don't get fat and and i was like that's fine i was like i've got no problem but at least you're aware of your motivation and why you're doing it and you know that you don't want to be unhealthy like drinking to excess isn't particularly healthy but she knew she was never going to eliminate it she just had to cut down and i just said look as i eat enough protein and train with me three times a week whenever you can and twice a week when you can't or whatever and go out for walks and and stuff and lo and behold she didn't become really fat like it's not rocket science um but again she knew that she wanted to to work longer and live longer and do charity work for longer not just kind of get old
0: yeah.
1: um and and i just think yeah anyway i think we've flogged that one for well, much I we think can. like the
0: it should be a grouping i think anybody who puts these in a list is incredibly naive but a grouping of priorities should be pretty much not not outranking each other i think that's when it gets dangerous and like, I just oh, think, yeah, I just, I, that at the end. Yeah. Um, I just think be like if health, if, family, friends, um, that's probably, I just think work. they're all, they're all
1: linked. I just think they're all linked massively. And I just yeah. think that, and I'll go back to the point I made. And I want to finish on it is that if my mum turned around to me now and she was really, really ill and she said, yeah, the reason that I, am or the doctors, you know, turned around and said, oh, the reason they're not healthy is because they're not, you know, they're what they haven't kept physically fit for the last 20 years. Um, and then I asked mum, and she was like, "Oh yeah, it's because of you." <laughs> like, how would you feel? Like, you know, and and I know that obviously, you know, at certain ages you don't know, like how you know how much time you take up. But there is also an element of like that's just it's just a poor excuse. Um, it really is. But um, anyway, let's move on, Tom. We're only having a short <laughs> one today,
0: aren't we? I mean, well, a short... well, we had an epically long one, didn't we? I guess we haven't still said from that. <laughs> With uh, yeah. Mr. Mac Nutrition on, um, which was which which good, right? It's good good chatting to the yeah. man. Yeah. It was great. It was awesome it chatting was, to the uh, man. Very awesome. yeah. It was very awesome. It was, uh, it was it, Extremely it was, awesome. It was a nice privilege to uh, get some time with him, to be honest, for free mm. as well, which is great. Know, yeah. <laughs> Hot commodity this time. Um, cool. I thought it would be interesting to actually get more of our perspective on training. We talk about nutrition quite a lot, I feel like, um, and then briefly training. So mm. let's do best finishes that we can roll out to uh, our lovely listeners who uh, this this is for anybody like bodybuilding powerlifters because I think yeah I think um, Jim Wendler just wrote a great piece on basically conditioning and how I was actually going to send it to you because you you said to me "Wow, (laughs) (laughs) this is how, how I've actually got conditioning written in most of the time and but Dan, mm. actually, I think what 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 did you say to me on Thursday that you uh you were walking? I on a say I was <laughs> you were either walking somewhere, or it was because of cricket or something like that. So, like...
1: yeah, because Bath's quite hilly, yeah.
0: Um,
1: and I was on the phone to a client on my headphones, walking back, and obviously, I was talking a fair bit because it's obviously I need to talk probably more than the client generally, yes. But I got to my house and i was really short of breath and i had to i had to like stop like let them speak because when you try and speak and walk and obviously it's a bit hilly or whatever i was just like man i'm so unfit and i got to the top of the stairs still talking to her because i'm I'm at the top of like three four flights of stairs and i got to got, got into my house and still talking to her and i was like holy shit i am so unfit um because I don't do any cardio, basically cricket <laughs>
0: isn't.
1: Um, but no, it's just interesting. Like when you're trying to speak, you're just like, yeah, this shouldn't be happening. This yeah. is not cool. So, um, but interestingly, I um I did a finisher the other day because I was with Doug, wasn't I? Who um oh, yeah, fucking I, when I spoke to, did say he's like, oh shit, I really need to come on your podcast. Still, I, I will make sure I do it. <laughs> so we still need to get. we well, still need to get him on the famous osteopath the that famous we see. Um, mm. So I was with him and. Um, so that day that I saw you, Tom, and I had five guys. After the five guys, I went and then had a coffee with him and then trained again. So I oh, trained twice. Um, and he made me do a finisher. He did 10 rounds. I only did four because why else would I – I wouldn't do 10. <laughs> we did um, we did 10 kettlebell swings, and then we did a prowler push, and then we did a loaded carry. Um, so carry core conditioning. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, Sister podcast. And,
1: uh, and that was um, that was brutal, to be fair. I didn't like it at all. No. Uh, but it was more the carries that I didn't like. The other two were alright. Swings and and pushes were fine. But that's a really good one because again it works those different things, and you don't really kind of suffer on each one from from the other, and you just get a bit of a, um, a cardio build up. So that's what I did the other day. So yeah, it was swings first, then pushes, then carries, and then straight straight round. Really, didn't really have that much rest, um, and it was basically timed. Um, so yeah Doug was hanging out his arse by the end of it
0: oh I bet he's, yeah. not, he's not fit at the best of times so. no exactly yeah. <laughs> but yeah I guess uh, Jim Wendler just wrote in about basically you have to do conditioning uh, to for set basically recovery um, more yeah I, I, I can vouch for that <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to see Dan out of breath when picking up dumbbells and putting them down then <laughs> my cricket's my cricket's my conditioning now yeah wonderful That's just tea every like 10 minutes. So,
1: yeah, just drink tea and eat cakes and good. um, But, yeah, the one I did the other day was um, I've been doing a lot of arm superset finishes just because I need to work more on my arms at the moment. Yeah, so the one that I was doing um, was with the easy bar. Um, I wrote a blog on this actually, it's on the team box website if you want to look at it in depth. But, um, took the easy bar. Um, and then so I always imagine that's ten kilos. I think it's about 12 and a half 13 but I always call it ten. So I put two and a half, two two and a on each end, no three two and a halfs on each end um and then just started doing curls um and then d- I think I did like fifteen and then straight into skull crushers uh, on an inclined bench straight away uh, with the goal of doing um I think a hundred reps in total, just between the two once I got to a hundred. I then stripped two of the plates off and then carried on, uh, and did another hundred. That was pretty horrible. That's pretty horrible. Yeah, that's real minging.
0: Yeah, so just I'm... taking
1: as much rest as you need in between. But by the end, your just arms just don't work.
0: Yeah, for arm finishes, I think yeah, that's one of my favourites in terms of. So I, obviously, I did a lot of tricep work before when my bench was really sucky. Not saying it's not now, but was. (laughs) Was. Was really. (laughs) Still is. (laughs) Um, And I think one of the things that we did, that I put into a couple of guys' programs is just 100 reps, tricep overhead extensions, and you have to stay at the same weight the whole time. So pick your weight.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's horrible. And
0: yeah, basically you just have to, you have to, get quicker at it every single time so you know your conditioning's going up, essentially, tricep conditioning anyway. So that's fairly yeah. brutal, um, especially you having to lock your elbow down, um, not move your shoulder at any point and we start whipping it through, as most people do. Um, yeah, that's fairly brutal. That's that's great though, um, arm finisher. We've got leg finishers. What's, what's your preference there? Not doing basically. Oh, Chris told me one the other day and it just sounded
1: horrible. Um, Chris Emmett, he wrote a blog about this and he did one. It was Bulgarian split squats for a minute on each leg.
0: That's strong. That's great.
1: That is horrific. And (laughs) I would do that body weight, to be honest, start up. I'd just start on body weight and see where I get to. And then I'd consider adding some weight to it. But oh my God, a minute. That would last a long time. That's the longest minute of your life doing that, I think.
0: Yeah. That's about right, though. Uh, Well, considering that, I feel like the Bulgarian split squats one we use a fair bit. Because I do it with people. Again, I do just the... Because I've done 50 and 50. And then just some loaded, some not. So mm. just once you can't shift, basically, the loaded ones. So if you've got like 20 kilos in your hand, and then just drop yeah. them, then start finish. Just go till you can't stop until um, you're yeah. finisher. But the Bulgarian split squat one is fairly brutal. But I think that's about right a minute on each one. Yeah,
1: But body don't... weight, Bulgarian split squats, great exercise to do at home with no equipment if you've got kids.
0: I don't know. You have to have a sofa. Possibly a chair. Or a chair, or anything. <laughs>
1: anything. Bedside table, anything. But
0: yeah, yeah. shit <laughs> excuse for not doing it. Just do it. But yeah, Bulgarian's what's are great. Um, any kind of ladder set, always great. The, yeah, they're like ladder. leg extensions. We used to do leg you know, extensions. Know, leg, leg extensions. Yeah. Oh my God, they were horrible. They were fairly brutal. So you start on, basically, a light load, easy, like fours or fives in a set, and then make sure you're squeezing at the top every single time, and then go up to mm. a weight until you can't shift it, and then... Come all the way all back way down again. Down. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that, that, would, that would literally take about three, four minutes though, to finish a set. Yeah. You can do it with leg presses, leg extensions. I probably do then, wouldn't ch- do it with... Ch- uh, ch- leg extensions probably the best. I wouldn't do it with curls. Oh, that'd probably be the, the least thing to do, the least favorite thing. Probably wouldn't be yeah. too great. You'd probably end up just getting cramp in your hamstring, more than likely. Interesting thing about the prowler push, though. Um, for people, this is where it only fits in with... Just because a lot of people do prowler pushes and a lot of a lot of people fucking do uh, battle ropes all the time as well. And the, for development, I'd like to say prowler push is probably the worst thing to develop anything because there's no eccentric phase. There's a really mm. high EMG activation in quad and glute. That's absolutely fine. But it's only in a concentric phase so you don't get any, any eccentric stimulation. No isometric stimulation at all. So therefore, there's no real muscle tear so it's nothing's gonna you're not gonna get bigger legs no it's just it's just yeah, it's just, just just pushing something it's really odd well i see a lot of people do it but i presume they're i hope they're just doing it for that effect and they're not thinking i'm gonna get strong from this um yeah it just seems to be predominant in a lot of people's things but also with that with a parallel push i'd like to change it every now and again because i've got couple of people doing those and their finishes but I do one step prowler pushes so they have to step and stop step and stop step and stop fairly mm. brutal you can do that with your carry as well Daniel Doug's done them before as well I think I've told him to oh, Yeah. so instead of just walking through with did you just do a one one carry no, Once, it's oh, double. double yeah okay so you could yeah. change like change the tempo of that as well and go one two stop one two stop or like one stop. Basically, you're overcoming momentum every single time. Stop and then going. So, fairly brutal. Also takes fucking ages and your grips and I go, was it your grip that went or your lats?
1: Yeah, grip, totally. Yeah. Sweet. All in that grip, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, generally, just on finishes, just if it's like cardio based, we go like upper lower, normally. Mm. Um, you went, carry core condition. So, just smash them yeah In body part finishers just smash something pick it go 100 200 reps all the volume yeah. all the volume go do it doesn't matter um, yeah just see what happens always gets a massive pump at the end cool Dan stupid things ooh that sounds like bollocks probably cause it is
1: stupid things on the internet this week stupid things on the internet this week what are we doing on
0: we've got some coffee oh that was it yeah your coffee timeline oh. of coffee to we'll do your one as well or mm. not? Let's just do the coffee one, mate. Do some coffee, mate. I mean, because we we kind of
1: covered well, we kind of covered that kind of shit already, but it's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, what happens to your body after you drink a cup of coffee, which is uh, brought to us by I feel Bright. good, yeah. brought to us by Brightside, which they're always an incredible source of uh, no reference, nothing. Just some fun comments. Um, first ten minutes, caffeine enters your uh, bloodstream. Your heart rate and blood pressure start to rise. Twenty minutes, you start to feel more alert and focused. You find it easier to make informed decisions and handle problems. That's a really odd statement. <laughs>
1: I think that's really odd. Yeah, yeah that's like a really. Odd it also thing probably to say.
0: increases your decision to make misinformed decisions. <laughs> um, yeah, because. It depends on whether you have the information or not. Surely, because um, that
1: that 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 in that that entails like that a a plus b equals c means that coffee makes you smarter. That's what they're basically trying basically to say. Basically saying that you
0: so that you are. This is this is yeah. where we uh, we scroll down and it's like uh, indoor, like research has been put through for like Nest Cafe or something like that. So, yeah. um, the caffeine can help you feel less tired by connecting to your brain oh, adenosine receptors. Mm. Um. Sure. It can make you feel less tired. You'd probably still be tired. So absolutely fine. Um, Yeah. You're after 30 minutes. So in 10-minute intervals, basically, stuff happens to you, which Mm. is great. I I really really wish they'd gone 30 to 40 and put a little dash and then this to this dash instead of absolute. All right. Yeah. I realize it's nitpicking, but that's what we're here to do, isn't it? Your body Mm -hmm. starts to produce more adrenaline after 30 minutes. This can Mm -hmm. lead to sharper vision because your pupils dilate slightly. All right, please write to me if anybody has felt sharper vision after thirty minutes of drinking coffee that their vision has changed in any way. Yeah, usually because people are half asleep. They go <laughs> like that, <They> get <laughs> from asleep exactly. to awake, and that is it. Yeah. That's Fucking really up. odd. This one's great. After forty minutes, so we're a little bit, we got more vision now. We can do more stuff, right? The level of serotonin in your body begins to rise. This improves the functioning of the motor neurons which in their turn increase muscle strength so after 40 minutes drink coffee you are immediately stronger not 35 <laughs> not 45 boy maybe yeah maybe caffeine I'm guessing does some of this stuff um, improves functioning of motor neurons cool but increase muscle strength I find that very hard to believe um I don't think that's going to make much of an effect. Obviously, it differs day-to-day. And probably the fact is that whatever you've eaten prior or the day before is going to have more benefit or more of a stimulus on what you're going to do on muscle strength. They're a generic term, muscle strength, as well. Mm. Does that mean 1RMs, 3RMs, 10RMs, muscular endurance?
1: Max parallel push.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't know. After four hours, big jump. Nothing happens between 40, oh, nothing min- <laughs> happens. Yeah. forty minutes to four hours. Bit of a dead time. Coffee wasted, but four hours. Need more coffee? Probably. Yeah. What happens? <laughs> yeah. What happens if you have two coffees there in a quick amount of time? Then do these okay. these merge in? All right. Coffee can increase the rate at which your cells release energy. When this happens, your body starts to break down fats, even if you don't move. Caffeine also stimulates mm. the increase of production of stomach acids. This is the one you had a bit of a gripe with then.
1: Mm. Yeah, like caffeine can ever so slightly increase lipolysis, but to the point where does it make it any difference at all? Because no, if you're not in a calorie deficit, it doesn't make a difference. And if you're eating shitloads of pizza, you're not going to lose weight eating uh, pizza and drinking coffee, thinking that that's going to somehow work. <laughs> it's like
0: negative. Um, positive isn't it negative positive yeah positive, I
1: just positive. don't get like yeah it's ludicrous like if people think caffeine is going to make them thin or make them lose weight or make them burn fat
0: you're wrong <laughs> alright after 6 hours I'd, I'd say the caffeine is probably worn. you definitely right never coughed now, <laughs> yeah, right yeah. now. no doubt about that in coffee the caffeine in coffee causes a diuretic effect apart from water your body also starts to lose essential vitamins and minerals and can lead to slight disorders of calcium metabolism wow yeah but after 6 hours I would have peed already so I generally need a pee or a poo pretty rapidly after I drink coffee I I had to whisper that That just just for sensitive ears it's fine (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's don't go to Brightside. I basically every one of our listeners is fine with that. Don't go to Brightside if you just drink coffee. Fuck off. All right, um, Dan, you got some interesting. Obviously, Body Power is coming up this weekend, and uh, Dan's got some interesting news. Basically, he needs to fill some seats.
1: Yeah, hashtag lastminute.com. <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm speaking at Body Power, um, which is a lovely uh, surprise. Um, so this year. We have Steve, Laura, and myself all doing individual talks at Body Power. And on the Sunday, we also have a group uh, chat as well. So we're all on stage on Sunday talking about shit. Um, All together, all six of us. So Emil will have competed on Saturday, so he'll be there. Um, And, yeah, they've asked us to all speak together on stage and, and field some questions and all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, I got given my talk last minute because Laura they double booked Laura basically um and Laura very kindly offered her slot to me and, and asked the organizer if that was okay and they agreed so yeah thank you to Laura for that because without her I wouldn't have got the gig because I'm not clever enough to be asked first time but I'll um, I'll take the opportunity and I'll run with it um so yeah Laura's doing um the bacon on like the healthy eating kitchen or something like that but anyone who does go you've got a real decision to make because me laura and steve are all talking at 11 o'clock on sunday oh really <laughs> so that's because that's why they kind of double booked everyone so uh, steve is obviously speaking on the bigger stage the, the main stage that everyone will be yeah. at um so probably go watch his don't come watch me because it'll be shit um, I'm on the body power active stage which is like the body power active bit is like the, the the toned down body power it's like the more I think it's aimed at more females more female friendly like less about big muscles and that sort of stuff more about being active and healthy and that's okay kind of thing so um, yeah so it should be fun um, I'm up with some real celebrity speakers uh, are speaking on, my, on the stage as well so um, I'm gonna absolutely kill them
0: yeah, I really wanna see some yeah. Kind of I'm I'm considering how I troll them, but I'm gonna
1: basically go on there and be like, Look, calories matter, weighing yourself matters. Don't just eat clean. <laughs> Don't drink apple cider vinegar. Um yeah, so it'll be interesting because I'm gonna hopefully get some people interested in what I've got to say. But yeah, that's that's cool. So we yeah, we're all going. The body power will all be there. Come and say hello. Uh, it'd be lovely to meet as many of you as possible. Just literally run up to me and say hello. Don't be scared. I'll be wearing team box kit and I'll be having a shiny head, so you'll be able to see me from a mile. And I'll be the only skinny guy there probably, so it'd be easy to spot me. Pretty much. Um, um, so yeah, that's what's going on this week. So I've got to get my slides written up this week, basically. Chin up. <laughs> uh, yeah, doing that, and then we're all travelling down on Friday morning. Um, so that'd be good. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's all my news. Wonderful, Daniel. Good. Okay. Yes. awesome Cheers, <laughs> well, we hashtag throw- awesome he'll be there hashtag yeah. awesome's there
0: so he'll be there he'll, probably, he'll probably come and watch mine to learn a thing or two probably <laughs> yeah. uh, we're all good alright um, yeah everybody keep posting in the Release um, post page or the group I believe it's called um, <laughs> fair few new members uh, thank you for joining obviously um, feel free to post whatever you like in there within within the realms of some restriction unless brackets. you're Seb James you can't post in there because he's just brutal yes um, <laughs> yeah he's alright he usually he usually sends it to me before and then I have to give a thumbs up or a thumbs down but oh that's how it I, works I basically, it? basically, basically if, he, if he talks to me during the day um, sure. yeah absolutely fine cool uh, go like all that stuff blah 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 go follow Dan on Instagram at Dan Teambox Teambox team Tom Pushballo's podcast Wonderful! Have you noticed that I started bring my, da- my followers down? Started bring my followers <laughs> down, the people I'm following down. I'm now within a respectable number, and haven't lost anybody. Not yet. Will you wait. Give it a few I will give it a few days, and it will just plummet. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, all good. Um, yeah, if you want us to talk about anything as well, post in the uh, group, and we're or any more guests that you'd like us to try and. Obviously, we can get big fish like Tony Gentlecore and. uh Mike McDonald on who know who knows, world is our roster right Dan, literally, literally, making a name. All right, yeah, thanks guys, thanks for listening, and go check out Dan and Body Power. It'd Be better. Are you Facebook live in it. You filming it?
1: Who, who's gonna film, mate? Everyone else in Teambox oxford watching. Anyone else but me? I might actually like, have to turn up
0: just to film it.
1: Yeah, you should. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Other things so about yeah, this I'm, week. So, so yeah, next podcast we'll, we'll do like a review, I guess, of that. Yeah, that'd that'd be fun. hilarious. All right, <laughs> all right, cool. catch you week, guys. Catch you later.